Somebody date us cause we're getting really lonely Is it our personalities where we just had the homely? You swipe left then I swipe right Sitting on my couch at night Hoping that I get a match only to be ghosted fast When you're the only one still single Hey baby, can I get your number? Um, no So you write this stupid jingle To say somebody please date us Welcome back to another episode of Somebody Date Us. It's Asal. It's Lauren. It's Mike. And it's Carly. And this week, I want to know why, Mike, you are single this week. I told you I don't have one. <laughs> well, Mike doesn't just get an opt-out because it's Mike. We don't get totally. opt-outs every week. Yeah, Mike. you guys do. There's got to be a reason. I an opt-out. There's no opt-out. <laughs> I mean, there is an opt-out. wanted too many it. times. I've never had one. I've always yeah, done, Mike. this only my second time. Why are you single this week, Mike? Tell us. There has tell to be us, reason. Mike. Tell us. <laughs> You're so perfect. I kind of am. Okay. And, uh, and it's not just because my mom said so. So, yeah. That's just the way it is. You're just perfect this week. That's why. Kind of. Right. My skin looks okay. great. So, yeah. Maybe I am. All right, fine. Oh, my gosh. Mike goes on one date, and now he's like king of the fucking world. There is kind of a glow. There is kind of a glow. There is a glow about you. There is a bit of a glow. Okay, so Lauren, why 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 should you be single this week? Okay, I should be single this week because I think we've talked about this before, but I've like have Bieber fever. Um, I always have since day one. There was a brief moment in his life for a couple years when he went off the deep end that I was I no longer had Bieber fever, but I've come back onto the train in the last like year or so. And the other night I was like in bed and I was like about to go to bed. I needed to go to bed. It was late. And I was like, saw that he launched like a 30 minute, like documentary on YouTube. And I was like, well, I got to watch this. And thinking I would just like start to watch it and like finish it like the next day. I like watched the whole thing and I bawled my eyes out through the entire thing. Like I was just like, and it wasn't like it was sad. It was just like, I was just so proud of him. I was like, oh my God, he's come such a long way and he had such a struggle and everyone just thought he was a stupid kid, but he was really dealing. And I was like, I like, I have a problem. Like I just was really emotional about Biebs. So that's why I should be single because that's really embarrassing. <laughs> Honestly, I want to watch it now. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't do know. Tonight. Like, I feel like if you're not like super emo- feel as emotionally connected to Bieber as I do, maybe you would just be like, this is just a typical documentary about a superstar. But I also watched his docu-series at the beginning of isolation mm-hmm. um, and cried through that too. So <laughs> I have a problem. Do you know what? I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to jump back in. I, I'm okay. I do have a reason why I'm single. I have a reason why there could be a lot of single guys actually. Okay. Well, um, by the time that this uh, episode airs, and this is really nerdy. Um, it will be the launch of uh, two brand new video game systems. So women, if you uh, are looking for dates, there's going to be a lot of unavailable dudes um, because the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox come out. And uh, it could not be a worse time to be just matching up with someone right now because uh, you are going to lose a lot of video game time um, if you're really serious about having a relationship at this point right now. This is going to sound really bad because like, I know like a lot of like, like grown adults play video games, yeah. but I just think it's weird. <laughs> no, do you know what? I feel like that's like an old mentality. Cause what was I watching the other day? I was watching, um, it was something on Netflix. Oh yeah. It was, uh, one of my favorite comedians, uh, Burt Kreischer has a whole, um, cabin thing 
on uh yeah on netflix on netflix and um he was there with one of his friends and he was talking about it's like just how it's 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 a crazy world right now that we live in um especially with me right now how i have like a 13 year old that i take care of but at the same time i can find time to play like nba 2k and i'm like oh my god he's a grown-ass man and he's still playing video yeah, games no i know like kind of way. so it's like it's so prevalent and i feel like it's normalized so. Well, no, it's totally normal, but I just like it's interesting because like when I was a kid, I yeah. used to play like Sims and Roller Coaster Tycoon, but like I don't play those as adults. I know, my my dad would play video games with me, <laughs> but some people do, which is yeah. like like I know like grown women that play Sims, it's, and I'm like, oh, that's true, and they make money. <laughs> I don't know, just I, it's just interesting to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like a hobby, and I think with video games nowadays, and the ones that most people are playing, like there, there's strategy behind it, and a lot of times, like yeah. you can play with your friends. So, like, as I think there was a time I was like, ugh, video games, what? But then, like, once you get like your hands on a controller and you're playing like Grand Theft Auto, yeah. and I'm like driving around the city of like <laughs> San Andreas, like Los Angeles, or whatever, <laughs> like fighting like. I don't know, like Eastern European dealers or something. <laughs> like your fucking opinion changes. You get it. Um, oh. You get it. You get it. But, uh, but yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. That was no, a good one, Mike. Yeah, it's just funny. It's just funny. Like everyone's just like, "Woo, PS5!" And after all of a sudden, you get like a match on Bumble or something. Like, you're like, "Fuck, this could be the one." So it's just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't have time for that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, a Sal girl. Why should you be single this week? Um. I should be single this week because I have like a weird like obsession with the way that my dog smells. Like I <laughs> what? <laughs> I was not expecting that. Yeah. Love, I love Joey's scent. Okay. Like I think he has like he just smells really good. I don't know how to like explain it. It's not like a typical like dog smell. He just like his fur and his like ears smell good. <laughs> I mean, people think their babies smell good, so I don't see well, why that's any different. Yeah. <laughs> babies usually do smell good when they're not pooping, like when they still have that fresh baby smell. That. When they have the fresh babies, oh, come on. But I don't I, know why I'm trying to convince you, like, come on. But it is a thing. Like, people like like to smell babies' heads. Yeah, yeah. I don't, it's weird. Yeah. Of course, babies don't do anything. They don't move. They're not sweating. They're not, like, they're, their body, they just, they literally go from, like, bath to, like, lotion to powder yeah and then just get to smell great until they shit themselves <laughs> but sal i sleep with a stuffed monkey which i've talked about before and i love the smell of it like i don't know what it is i like i regularly wash it but like yeah, i yeah. like i don't know what it is about it and i like always say it to arnold I'm like it smells so good and he's like it doesn't smell like anything i'm like no but it does <laughs> i guess it's because like yeah i give joey baths and stuff like pretty often so he doesn't have that typical like yeah, gross dog. No, but he, yeah, it's just something about him. Like, I think his breath even smells good. Like, I, I guess I just love him so much. I just love everything about him. And he smells amazing. Dude. Like, I could, I, I wish I could, like, make a perfume with his breath. Oh, my God. <laughs> I just love him so much. <laughs> Do you know what? This, uh, this actually makes a lot more sense now. Uh, I can't remember the number of the episode. I should do better with our own content. But uh, when we when we did edibles and Asal was super scared to be left alone because she was scared she might eat Joey. So this makes perfect sense. Now. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh my god, guys, you can't leave me. <laughs> uh, well, thank you for uh, yes, yeah. thank you. Thank first of all, thank you Asal for yes revealing for that. <laughs> um. Okay, I should be single this week. It's more like I should, this is why I should be single 
next week. So um, I'm going, you know, I'm going to Marty and I long distance, whatever. I'm going to be spending a few weeks with him. Mm -hmm. Uh, But when I'm there, like the day after I get there, I'm going to be up at five in the morning with my boy, Mike, because we're going to be watching the Formula One race. Turkish Grand Prix. In Turkey. And honestly, I'm not going to tell Marty about this because I don't (laughs) want him to judge me and be like, what's wrong with you? But I'm going to sneak out of bed. I'm going to make my way downstairs and then watch the Formula One race at five in the morning. And, uh, yeah, so you'll like wake up like the first morning I'm there and be like, where the fuck is she? Yeah, exactly. Like, and I'm like downstairs being like, ah. Oh. <laughs> uh, checking the bed beside him. He's like, where did she go? And I have to look, look downstairs. And it's like, I'll oh, probably have to like wake him up and be like, how the fuck do I turn on your TV? That's Everything right. is voice activated. Mm. And so it's just like, I'll be like, I don't know. I don't even know where buttons are. I'm confused. So I'll have to figure that out. Will he want to watch it with you maybe? He's not really into it. Okay. I feel like if it was like on at nine, he'd watch it. Yeah. But yeah. yeah it's okay. Five. <laughs> also, I only have enough like concentration just to talk to one person during the race. And that has been exclusively assigned to Magic Mike. <laughs> he's the only one that gets it. Like he's the only one that gets it. So anyway, guys, so I, I'm, that's why I should be single. Cause I'm going to be a bad girlfriend. The, the day after I get there, I'm going to be like, peace. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. I'm sure there'll be at like some point that he'll want to watch something that you don't want to watch. So every day I guarantee it. <laughs> anyway. Um, okay. So let's get into this week's episode. Let's get into it. Woo. Um, so I don't know if our listeners have seen that, like some of those like trop- tropical tropical okay popular toronto vlogs <laughs> yo girls you need to go on vacation i was trying to say toronto and popular at the same time and it just didn't come out properly oh that's hilarious i would okay. like to go on vacation but anyways um i don't know if our listeners have seen like some of the most popular toronto blogs like blog to chatting about this um new toronto reality dating series called love after lockdown Um, but we were sharing around the articles because we really wanted Mike to apply. And then coincidentally, they reached out to us that same week. So the stars aligned. Um, so love after lockdown is a reality series that looks to pair single individuals with a match outside of their typical type. So season one of the show follows three singles, Marnie, Dak, and Jasmine along their journey of blind dates. Um, once singles have completed all their dates, they can then choose to continue a relationship with one of their dates. Um, and this all takes place in Toronto. So they're all Toronto people or live in the GTA. Um, so we're super excited because we have one of the show's stars, Marnie, joining us today, um, to chat all about the show and her experience on it and her experience dating in general. Um, so without further ado, everyone join me in welcoming Marnie! Um, okay, so we are so excited that you are joining us today. Um, before we jump into like all of the millions of questions we have for you, why don't we kick things off by you just telling us a bit about yourself? 
All right, guys, thank you so much for having me on your podcast. I'm honored to be here. Um, my name is Marnie, and I'm a professional host, choreographer, creative influencer. I was like a Zumba instructor and a trip leader, and I've just, I've just tried everything. I, I literally am known for having like a seven-page resume. So I've like <laughs> run around the city for the past five years. I was a magician's assistant. I was like in a what? circus company and background actor like I've just tried everything um but currently yeah just just I'm, I'm now a digital host and um yeah just seeing where the times are going but uh I I love community I love traveling I love meeting new people meeting new people is literally my hobby so that's why I'm so excited to be here with you guys. It's <laughs> getting four all at once too. You are so cute, but also I, I really need to back up. You are a magician's assistant. Yeah. How random is that? Very random. I've never like met like a real magician in my life, nor like an assistant. So what was that about? <laughs> what was that like? Hey, I'll tell you guys an insider secret. Okay. Ooh. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty like, petite and I'm 5'2". Okay. For the tricks that he was doing, the, the three other assistants were exactly my size. So mm. we were like squeezing into things, like pretending that, you know, the, the illusions were that we were being cut. You cannot be bigger than a size small, 5'2". What? That's, that's the secret. <laughs> so when they're like, you know, moving your body parts and, and whatnot, there's actually like two people, sometimes three people in these contraptions. You know what? It really, yeah, yeah. I don't that I haven't been separated completely, but I've had to like hide and squeeze, and I'm like, <laughs> what is going on? So, is that a magician like, place in California? Because right now they're all pissed at us that we're just giving away illusion. <laughs> <laughs> the what? magic box, or yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're we're banned. Like we're banned from like the magic. What is it called? Like the I can't remember. I have a buddy that went there before, but yeah, the magic mansion or something. something like yeah, that. yeah, we're banned. We're banned for life. Thanks, thanks I'll to, never be uh, David Blade. No. But yeah. <laughs> oh no. Rats. Okay, I'm so sorry we sidetracked, yeah, but sidetracked. Uh, just needed to ask about that one detail that you mentioned. Right. Okay, we're good. Yeah. Okay. Like you. So obviously, you've had all these different jobs, and like pre-COVID, I'm sure you were doing multiple ones at the same time. So like, were you dating at this time pre-COVID, or like, did you even have time to date? Like, what was your Great situation? Question. Great question. <laughs> so before COVID, I literally had seven jobs. Like I've been freelance for the past five years, but I thrive on it. I get up the fire under my butt. Just like, what else can I do? Where else can I go in the city? Um, I was choreographing four shows. I was teaching Zumba. I was dancing at bar mitzvahs, hosting as well. And I was an audience coordinator for, um, I was a backup audience coordinator at CTV. And um, yeah, so did I date? I tried to. Um, <laughs> it was like, okay, I don't have much off time. So it's like, okay, family, friends, the one night off a week, I was like, should I risk it on this app or not? <laughs> so it was kind of like, I was really focused on me doing my thing, building up who I am. So it wasn't a focus for me, but if it happened, it happened. But the app dates were mm. horrifying. <laughs> nice. I mean, no, horrible. Yeah. It's <laughs> like complete waste of my time. <laughs> Okay, because I need to ask about that then. Yeah. Okay, so you so you got on a lot of dates. What out of like your entire dating career? What are some like 
what are some of the worst or most awkward dates, like the terrible dates that you've been on? Yeah, when you come back home, you close the door and you're just like, did that just happen? Yeah. You have the hottest shower ever and you just (laughs) sit in your room and like eat a box of chocolates. What were these dates like? Legit. Um, So one was going really, really well, I remember. And then at the end, he was just racist. Like, oh, he werewolfed it. <laughs> he was going so well. And all of a sudden, it was like, oh, you, you can't say that. Let's oh. not. Let's, yeah, no. Oh, wow. um, so have you ever had anything on a date where, um, or like, has have you ever had a date that was just like super clumsy or shown up late, like anything like that? Or, because I mean, you already have a race, you have, you have a racist. Um, anything else? What about like, you know, like, have you ever embarrassed yourself on a date or anything like that? No, luckily I haven't, but like, just, just each guy is just not the right fit. I'm like, okay, you look cute in the pictures Mm. and then it just, they're, they're boring or they're annoying or like, I have to pull the conversation the whole time. It's like, you know, and then my, the guys that I've actually dated, I've met in person. I'll tell you something. Ah. I probably wouldn't. I probably wouldn't just swipe right on them. I'm being completely honest here. But meeting them in person was like, okay, they're they're like a seven point five out of ten, maybe eight. (laughs) Yeah. Their personality was freaking off the charts. Okay. And so that's why I was like so excited for this show because I was put on three blind dates that were already interviewed for me. (laughs) That's amazing. So, okay, let's talk about Love After Lockdown. Tell us all about it. It was so much fun. So, okay, I, in June, I was just like, I was a cheerleader. I was on the Toronto Rock team. That was like a big goal for me for five years. Mm -hmm. Um, I was an audience coordinator. That was another big goal for me. And my next, I was like, in June, I was like, what's my next goal in life? Reality TV. (laughs) I ended up being on two shows okay. during quarantine. So oh. I was on actually Family Feud Canada. Ah, okay. <laughs> With my family. And then Jerry D. Like, I told I told a few friends, I'm like, I really want to be on a reality TV show. And my friends are like, okay, I'll keep an eye out. One of my friends is like, Marnie, apply to this right now. And so I applied Monday morning. My interview was that Monday night. Jesus. And that was the last day of interviews. It was like the universe just yeah, lit all lined exactly. up. Apparently a hundred people applied um, and they chose three main singles. Wow. And we all went on, we all went on three blind dates each. So there was two main girls and then there was a guy. Mm-hmm. He went on three dates. I went on three dates and the other girl went on three dates. And yeah, completely blind. We were, you know, mic'd up, there was lighting, there was everything going. And for me, three guys, one week after the next, walked right in and I was like, hey. So our whole date was filmed on camera and uh, it was so much fun. It's like, when in 2020 do you ever get to go on like a blind date Mm -hmm. without swiping first? Yeah, that's true. And during a pandemic. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah, like so much fun. And um, it follows our journey. And then mm-hmm. we, we chose um, uh, one, of our, one of our dates yeah. to like hopefully see where it goes after the show. 
Okay, so since the show was filmed, uh, we were in the height of the pandemic, as Lauren already mentioned. Um, how did they produce it in a safe way so that you and your you yourself and the contestants and the, the crew, um, everybody was safe? Like, what did that look like? So, um, yeah, it was, it was really interesting to film it during a pandemic. <laughs> what is the show wouldn't have happened without the pandemic because it's called Love After Lockdown. I'm like, exactly. Okay, here we go. Um, and yeah, so what we did was we actually, there was a contract for us to sign to like, they're allowed to use anything that we say or do, um, our likeliness and whatever, and everything like that. And the whole crew, everyone wore masks. Okay. Right. So COVID. So, yeah. But everyone was really, everyone was really safe. Like I, I, I felt really safe and really good about the whole scene. Yeah. Were there other people in the restaurant when this was like being filmed? No. So um, Carrie, who actually decided to um, produce this, she she was like, my dad owns three restaurants in Toronto. I've always wanted to use them. It's awesome. Oh, they're empty now. Let's put on a reality TV show. Um, yeah. So there was no one else in the restaurant, which is rare. When does that ever happen? And um yeah, so it was all clear. There was about 10 crew members. So it was filmed during um, the phase, I don't, I don't remember which number phase it was, that you could have a small group in indoors. Yeah. Of it. Yeah. So it was all legit. Like they could have had their masks off, I'm sure, because mm -hmm. it was, you know, whatever. But to keep everyone safe, masks were worn. And uh, yeah, it was in the restaurant that was empty. Interesting. That is very interesting. So because the restaurant's closed, like, um, did they like bring in like catering and stuff for you to like eat and food, like drinks for you to drink? Um, or was it like very much like the bachelorette and bachelor style where you like, you don't actually eat or drink really anything in front of you. You just kind of push things around on the plate to make it look like you're <laughs> actually like enjoying a meal together, but you don't want to like eat in the yeah. middle of like the conversation. Well, I don't know about the other dates, but I fully ate <laughs> They gave us a full meal that they, they asked us what we wanted. Yeah. And um, I, had, I had different food for each of my three dates. Um, and they gave us drinks. And they kept okay. coming. And there you go, yeah. That's they the paid method. for our Ubers there and back. So okay. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> that doesn't sound too bad then. Yeah. It was, I was like, can I do this every week? This is yeah. yeah, I mean, that would be nice if someone could just like interview your dates for you and set them up. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and now that season one is like being previewed and like being, you know, it's, it's going to come out yeah. like next week. Um, season two applications. I'm sure it's like, like thousands of people. When I was doing it, it was like maybe a hundred people. Mm -hmm. I wonder how many people it was blown up everywhere, like all over these news articles yeah. and, and so yeah, season two is uh it's gonna be tougher for casting. <laughs> well, we're trying to get Mike on the show. Uh, um we think he'd be great, a great candidate. I think so. so it's really funny. Yeah, before we even um heard much about this show, we had I think it was Lauren or somebody it was Lauren. it was Lauren. Wow. She found the art one of these articles and she was like, Mike, you need to do this. Mike, did you ever apply? No. No. Okay. Let's be honest. Every time we ask Mike to do something, he doesn't follow through. <laughs> <laughs> I read some of the Come questions on, on there, and after it got, I'm like, oh, no, this sounds like super producey. I never got, like, the inside track of, like, how it all works until now. So. Um, well, here. Now you know. After this, after we're done recording tonight, you're going to go apply. <laughs> <laughs> 
Magic Mike, are you single, bro? I am. Are you are you on apps? I'm trying to interview you now. I know, seriously. Yes, I am on apps. <laughs> and are you seeing people? Are you socially distancing dates or are you Zoom dates or what? I love how this just flipped, but uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, I, uh, I, I have gone on dates while in lockdown. So uh, it, it, it's, it's panning out okay. Why'd you do those eyes? Yeah, it's panning out okay. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, but we'll see we'll see I, I will I will actually uh, I'll actually think about uh, applying I'm not sure if it's still open but uh, after this podcast we'll uh, yeah we'll take a look it is until November 30th of so course you just looked right now okay. <laughs> no I just know this <laughs> so I did the research for you Mike thank you I've got a question about the date so were these dates all taped in one night or did you have like your three blind dates back to back. So I think mine were about a week apart mm. from each other. Okay, yeah. that's nice. So it's yeah, like yeah. not as exhausting like going on three dates in a row. And I know that you mentioned also that like the people that you were going on these dates with, like they were screened for you, they were interviewed ahead of time. Did you give the producers of the show like any preferences? Were you kind of like um, looking for a guy who's, you know, like this height, this background, likes this, doesn't like that, like, you know, lives within... <laughs> All, buy a subway line. I don't know. Yeah. But like, did you give them any guidelines or was it, was it just decided for you? It was decided for me. Mm. I didn't give any, any guidelines, but I think that they paired up, they tried to pair up who we, like for each of the singles. Yeah. The people that would hopefully match with us, our personalities. Mm. I think that they like picked yeah. up. Yeah. Who would... So I know like, like one of the points of like the show is that they do pair you up with people that like maybe are a little bit different than like the usual person you would go for. So like, I know you can't give us too many spoilers about the show, but like, tell us about the types of people that you went on dates with during this. I noticed that the three guys I went on dates with were bubbly and you know outgoing and camera ready they chose people that would be good for a show which makes sense like you know they were looking for outgoing you know bubbly people instead of someone who wouldn't be as fun to watch yeah. i guess so or camera shy camera or camera shy so each of the guys opened up and they weren't afraid it, it, each of the, each of the ones that i went on like it really felt like we were just on a date and it they made me feel comfortable. I made them feel comfortable. Didn't feel like there were cameras even around. And I was pretty surprised with some of the things that some of these guys were saying. <laughs> I was like, well, I wouldn't have said that on TV, but go ahead. It's going to make good TV. <laughs> that is I interesting though, right? Because it's, on, it's online. So there's certain restrictions that you don't have to worry about. So it's just like, yeah, I guess so. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like not on a app. yeah on an actual cable or something like that. So yeah, that's okay, true. that's true. <laughs> yeah, so they kind of um, we we went through the date, and I think I was like prompted once each date, um, just just to make sure we like hit some of the points uh, talking yes. about COVID. How are you? Or, like you know what I mean? And then um, some of the, some of the other things that like they wanted in the show. Um, but only once. So out, an hour date, I think, for each guy for me. Yeah. And 95% of the time, we just went for it. That's awesome. cool. So it's like very like authentic to what you would have probably yeah, it's pretty genuine. Yeah. in normal scenario, right? Like, um, 
<laughs> do, you, do you feel like um, the people that you were paired with, like, I don't like, what was your type prior to this experience? And like, did dating these three different guys like change what your type was? It's a great question. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm looking for someone who's like, kind of matches my personality. That's a go-getter. That's doing things that they're passionate about. And then also super genuine loves like, you know, quality time. And I was looking, what really opened my eyes with this show is a 50, 50 conversation. So there was like one of the guys I went on a date with was jumping on on top of what I was saying, wasn't (laughs) even listening. And I was like, okay. (laughs) Yeah. I don't want this. Um, <laughs> you know, it's important to just figure Absolutely. that out. But some of the guys I went on a date with, um, it was really refreshing to to get to know them without looking at a picture first, right? But um, some of them surprised me with like, I didn't think I was into that. <laughs> but now you know, I maybe, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's all about just like being open, but like I'm 26 now mm-hmm. and it's really interesting to reflect on like, okay, would my 23 year old self have connected or have like, you know what I mean? Have gone on, on the show differently. Mm-hmm. Kind of thing. Um, so yeah, it was really interesting to just be like, I know kind of what I'm looking for, but I'm also super open to like, show me someone new. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like that's like one of the things like I learned a lot when I was dating like frequently, like is just like you really like when you do put yourself out there and go on a lot of dates, you just like learn like, okay, I thought I wanted this. I don't actually now that I see it or like, I didn't think I'd want this, but actually kind of compliments me well. <laughs> exactly. Dating around makes you more self-aware and you learn more about yourself and about others and about how you are interacting with others and from what you're looking for. It's so interesting. Like I'm definitely looking for a sense of humor and you know, a, a really down to earth personality, but also mm-hmm. someone who will be like super spontaneous and like, let's go on a trip over here. And, and you know what I mean? But it all comes down to personality. Like yeah. looks are, are, you know, they're important, but of personality is, even, is just number one. It's do you click? Do you not? Is that friend zoned? Is that an <laughs> Um, totally. So in an experience like this, I imagine you learned a lot about yourself. Can you share what you felt you got out of being on this show? Yeah. Um, I really felt, I felt really good about myself. I felt more in tune with just my self awareness Mm -hmm. kind of thing of like, okay, cool. I'm, I feel confident enough to put myself on a reality TV show. A lot of people, you know, are like, oh, I would, I, I want to hide my, my dating life, my personal side. I'm like, I've come to, <laughs> <laughs> I've come to uh, a confidence level within myself that I'm like, I'm ready to be this vulnerable um, and put myself out there in the media. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, also just like, how do I connect with these three different guys. They're very different from each other. Um, Of, okay, maybe I'll put that look thing, that physical thing aside, because he has a great personality. Okay, this guy's cute, but his personality ruined it all. Or, Mm -hmm. okay, this other guy is like, you know, super 
he's more of a networking friend. Like, let's just <laughs> yeah. keep it at that. So it was interesting to notice how I reflected from like interacting with three different guys who were single. Was this one more of a bro? Was this one like, could I see a romantic thing here? Um, but yeah, just, I just, I felt really, really good. And it was so much fun. And I'm so glad that I checked it off my bucket list. <laughs> so cool. That is really cool. Um, okay, so the good news is for our listeners, um, and we kind of mentioned this before, but if you do want to be a part of the show, as Lauren mentioned, um, season two, the applications to apply are going to be November 30th. Uh, and Marnie, I want to ask you a question. So I know we've kind of thrown Mike under the bus here and we're like, you have to apply. But do you, if just, who do you, who, who do you think is the right candidate for this show? Because our listeners might be listening, uh, those that live in the GTA that are able to apply for the show, um, who would make a really good candidate for season two? It's a really great question. Um, I think someone who, who is really confident and self-aware, who can hold their own, be their own unique, authentic self, like not kind of changing who they are to fit others. It's, hey, this is me. Let me put myself out there. And someone who's ready to be vulnerable. Someone who's ready to be like, I'm single and I'm going to be out there publicly about that. And they're, they are looking for people who are open books. So they're going to want, you know, hey, can you talk about hooking up or, yeah. you know, previous boyfriends or whatever. So ready someone who's ready to be open with these conversations <laughs> really important so, to note so before we let you go um we know that season one airs on november 12th but can you give us the details like where can people watch it um how often where will it air and how many episodes is there yeah so um i okay so i think that the preview comes out first um for me and then I have four episodes. So I have the date with my first guy, the date with the second guy, the date with the third guy, and then the, the chosen guy yeah. for me, the chosen one. The chosen one. <laughs> Fun. Um, and I, I don't actually know exactly how often they're going to be posted, but they're going to be on YouTube. Okay. Um, and you can check it out on the, like, on the Instagram page, Law After Lockdown, they'll be posting the link or you can look it up. It's actually so funny. Um, people have like, oh my God, Marnie, you're on the show, blah, blah, blah. They look it up and it's, they find love after lockup, which is. <laughs> <laughs> That's the, the show right I'll show. be on. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, no, it's not out yet. <laughs> I didn't go to jail, so I'm not on this show. <laughs> but it's love after lockdown gonna be on youtube to find the correct show yeah. <laughs> inmates looking for intimacy like i can see that one yeah, coming totally. out next. i totally would have a pen pal named ingrid who's been in prison for like a long time. yeah <laughs> they deserve love too of course yeah. <laughs> yeah but um yeah i'm so excited for you guys to find out what happened to each of us like oh totally yeah love is that a real did we really find that connection from uh, an, a blind date in quarantine? So, <laughs> yeah, I'm so excited to watch this. So, um, everyone's I, this episode will air the day before um, the launch. So, if you're listening yeah. to this right now, 
tune in tomorrow <laughs> on their YouTube <laughs> channel. But we'll link everything in the description of this episode, obviously. But um, we also wanted to give you a chance if people want to follow you directly, like where can they find you? Yeah, this camera, this camera. This, yeah, wherever. No, go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> um, definitely on Instagram. I'm huge on Instagram, at MarnFlow, M-A-R-N-F-L-O. Catch me there. Um, and yeah, I just love spreading happiness, positivity, and good vibes. So, um, yeah, at Mark Close, my Instagram. Um, ladies, question for you all. Would you go on a show like this? If I was single, yes, I think I would. Because I've always said I want to go on, like, The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. (laughs) I feel like I'd give it a go. I'm very open to new things, so... Yeah, and this would be like a more practical version of the bachelorette because you'd be dating people that like actually live like in the vicinity that you live and not in like a different state or something. Yeah. So like I totally go on it. Like I mean, our dating lives are already like aired out on this podcast. So like I would have no issue being like just completely transparent with people on TV. <laughs> but like, yeah, I think why not, right? Like it sounds fun. I don't think I would be able to do it. Wow, you're giving <laughs> me <just> shit. Me. <laughs> I'm just being honest. Like, if you were to ask me maybe like five years ago, maybe mm-hmm. like when I was 25, maybe different. But now, hell no. I am way too self-conscious slash, <laughs> you know, I try and like, even though like, you know, I've talked about openly about masturbating on this podcast before, mm-hmm. still like, you know, I feel like I've done a pretty good job of like mitigating my like, uh, my presence on the internet. So I'm, I'm always just so scared. I have to be careful, like with my job and stuff. And I, knowing me, I'd probably like say something. So I'm like, hey, this bitch should never be on TV. And <laughs> that's, yeah. So I, I, I honestly don't think I could do it. I don't know. I that's don't honest. know. Okay. <sighs> I don't know, guys. That's just me. <laughs> yeah. It's not for everyone. <laughs> right? Yeah. No, it's definitely not for everyone. And it's, yeah, it's, it's going to be, they're going to choose people who have, bold personalities that are ready to be open books. So <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, whoever's chosen or if you're applying, know that they want to yeah. pull and dig deep. We'll let you know <laughs> what you're getting yourself into. So yeah. yeah. Well, if any of our listeners are listening and end up applying, like, please let us know so we can like follow along on your journey. <laughs> but in the meantime, we're excited to watch your journey on the show yeah. on November 12th. Um, and thank you so much for joining us and like telling us all about it. Um, and we'll have to reconnect once we've seen all of your episodes. <laughs> oh, we all feel like friends now. So like we're all rooting for you. <laughs> I love this. You guys, it was so nice meeting you all. Thank you so much for having me on your show. You guys are all freaking amazing. <laughs> You're so <Thanks>. nice. <laughs> she knows my love language. Words yeah. of affirmation. So yeah. <laughs> True. I got you, Magic Mike. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much, Marnie. Thank you Thank so you. much, guys. Okay, everybody. And now it's time for our segment this week. Uh, we are bringing back the Dating Hall of Shame. Shame, 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 shame. 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 And I would like to go first, guys. Okay, I'm going to kick this off. So this is a blast from the past, like back when I had Bumble. But honestly, I have screenshotted so many people that like I might have content for uh, a little while longer. Mm -hmm. So I want you to meet Yamzi. 
you know, there, there really isn't anything too crazy about his bio. It's just the background choices that he has, uh, he has decided to use. Okay. Uh, I will read you his bio. So he said, he said, my name is Yamzi. Cool and fun to be with. Figure out yourself. I so thought I you were going to rap that's there for a second. To mean. Yeah, I thought you were rapping too. <laughs> my name is Yamzi. <laughs> my name is Yamzi. I want to date you. But if you don't want to date me, then I'm going to... I don't know. I can't think. Yeah. Yamzi, Comzi. Well, careful now. Fonzi. Okay. There we go. Fonzi. <laughs> Ponzi. Okay. Yeah. Well, anyway, guys. So I just, I, I want to show you this man. Please. This is Yamzi. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Little Yamzi. Is, is that like the galaxy or something? Or is that a tree? Right. It could be. What about this one? Oh, boy. Oh, all his photos are like in the galaxy. Yeah. And then this one? I thought he was Asian. <laughs> in the first pick no he's, he's... <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a... I he was Asian. no yamzi is not asian no he is not i mean or he could be he could be part asian we don't yeah, know this. exactly <clears throat> but um not not like i said I, I don't really there's nothing really to shame him for other than no. the fact that he does look di quite different from photo to photo and he has used some pretty interesting backgrounds very loud slash yamzi if you're listening to this what app are you using get at me okay right? yeah, yeah i want to the galaxy too <laughs> yeah because uh, bumble doesn't provide those backgrounds right so that's that's some effort he put in some effort it could be okay. a borderline hall of fame I'm gonna put him like in the medium place okay, yeah. of of the it's it, it's like it's not fame, but it's not shame. He's yeah. just teetering the line. There we go. Okay. Who else has one? I think Lauren, you have one to uh, inaugurate into the hall. Yes. Yeah, so this one I actually stole off like someone tweeted it. Um yeah. that's in my network, and I thought it I thought it deserved to be in the hall of shame. So first I'm gonna read you his regular bio, and then I'm gonna read you what he just he's recently added on top of it. Okay. So his regular bio isn't horrible. Hey, I'm a Muskoka, Muskoka local hoping to meet same. I trip upstairs and push on pull doors. No kids, never married, 6'4", free thinker, looking for a partner I can communicate with almost exclusively through memes. Let's go outside. It's a little all over the place, but whatever. Really all but over the place. Then he added a, a sentence on top, obviously recently to keep up with the current pandemic we're living through. I don't wear a mask and will never get the vaccine. Oh. Okay. So, okay. I mean, like, at least he's honest. So, yeah. I'd rather know that about you before I go on a date with you. But also, obviously. Well, I'm sure there's, like, lots of girls that are like, you know what? I don't wear a mask either. That's amazing. <laughs> Swipe right. It's true. Unfortunately, yeah. you're probably right. <laughs> <laughs> you are absolutely right. Anti-vaxxers up in that bitch. <laughs> Yeah, so that's very headstrong in his ways. Yeah, it's a very timely one, too. Lauren. You know what? I'm glad he has that in his bio because then, like, you don't waste your time, like, you know, what yeah. you're gonna help. Yeah, imagine like going out for dinner with him and like him walking into the restaurant without a mask on. How like mortified you would be, <laughs> <laughs> like, like super hostile. Like, he's just ready, like, he knows he's gonna get thrown out, but he's ready for an argument. I wouldn't know what to do. I'd be like, I need to vacate somehow, <laughs> <laughs> go through the back door. Yeah. Uh, okay, that's it, guys. That's it. That's it. Well, thank you all for listening to another episode of Somebody Date Us. Yeah, thank Hi, you. Guys. And please apply for Love After Lockdown because I want to hear your stories. Yeah. Yeah. Or watch it, that too. Apply oh. and watch. <laughs> <laughs> all right, until next week. Bye, guys. Peace. Bye. 
Hey guys, don't forget to follow us on social media at Somebody Date Us and make sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you don't miss an episode.